0: Hello everyone, here's another podcast from ABC Mom Learning Center in Childcare. I am Rae Lee, the owner of a dual language, Mandarin English STEM early education program located in Irvine, California. So today is April 1st, 2022. It is April Fool's Day. And I wanted to share a special podcast this day because April Fool's Day has a very special meaning for me. 19 years ago on April 1st, 2003, It was my first day back in the world of finance after having to leave the field of public elementary school teaching due to budget cuts. All my life, i had wanted to teach elementary school, but my parents had not been supportive. So I had initially entered the field of finance instead. In 2002, I thought I had finally transitioned out of finance and into education. And let me tell you, that transition was tough. That process had involved leaving the comfort and security of working as a treasury analyst at a local company, which was and is still a great place to work for. I ended up working a bunch of different jobs as I went back to school for my teaching credential. Those jobs included working as a substitute teacher for a bunch of different districts. I worked as a long-term sub in Irvine Unified, and I also worked as an executive admin in the business ops department of a company. You know that was actually a pretty cool job because we had celebrity clients like William Shatner and his family and I literally ran into Oprah Winfrey one time but despite everything I was finally able to complete my teaching credential program and on June 1st 2002 I missed my graduation ceremony because that was the day I married my husband almost three months later in late August 2002 I joyfully began what I thought would be a lifelong adventure as an elementary school teacher. However, that was not to be. In early spring of 2003, I was told that due to budget cuts, I probably wouldn't have a job the following year. Now, my previous experience had only been in business and finance, and in those fields, when you're told that there's budget cuts and you're gonna be laid off, you move on. Once I heard that I was going to be laid off in June, I remember going to all the teaching job fairs I could, only to hear nothing back. I didn't realize that many new teachers don't get rehired by their school or school district until the month before, or even the same month that the new school year starts. So at the time, I figured perhaps teaching wasn't meant for me, and I began to look for positions in my previous field of finance. And I was actually hired onto a team. I tendered my resignation at the elementary school, giving my two weeks, only to hear from my new company that they didn't need me anymore, and that was awful. But after a short time had passed, they contacted me again and said that they did want me and that my first day of work would be April 1st. At the time, my husband and I were half-joking that the April 1st start date was an April Fool's joke. However, it did turn out that I started work on April 1st, and I faithfully went on to work at that company for the next 8 years until my last day, which was April 1st, 2011, because I got outsourced. During those years at that company, we welcomed our older sons and said goodbye to a little one in my womb. I actually never worked a regular day shift during that time because we couldn't afford full-time childcare. It was exhausting to work nights, but like many working moms and dads out there, I did what needed to to be done to keep our family financially afloat. It was really interesting and could be a challenge to work with international portfolio managers, but I really enjoyed talking to and working with people from Europe and Asia. But truth be told, it was hard sleeping less than a handful of of hours each night, caring for my two little ones during the day and and then heading to work in the late afternoon. Then, exactly after eight years, I was outsourced. My last day at the company was April first, two 2011, and my path to ABC Mom Learning Center and childcare had begun. That was an incredibly, incredibly painful time. I had no idea if we were going to lose our home with the loss of my job, and I didn't like my options of having to commute to LA for work. But then God provided, and I began to take care of a newborn from another church family, and we were able to get a temporary interest rate ease in our mortgage payment, which allowed us to stay in our home. And during that time, we also welcomed our third miracle baby, and I I just thoroughly enjoyed being home with my three boys. But eventually, after four years, our interest rate was going back to the original rate, which was too high for us. But with God's help and the love and sacrifice of my father in law, we were able to move to our current home and what would become ABC Mom Learning Center and Childcare. So much has happened since AB Mom, ABC Mom has started. I realized that my multiple subject teaching credential wasn't enough for my work as an early educator. So I went back to school to take uh, early childhood education classes, also known as, known as ECE classes. My experiences at Irvine Valley College and the support of the amazing, amazing mentors from and coaches from uh, Quality Start OC QRIS gave me the confidence to go on and earn my Master's of Science in Education with an emphasis in early education. Since we opened in 2015, ABC Mom Learning Center and Childcare has been rated highest quality by Quality Start OCQRIS. I've been recognized by the state of California for our program and service to our community. I've had the incredible opportunity to mentor student teachers, in addition to becoming a teacher educator through workshops that I've presented at professional development conferences, such as the EC STEM hosted by the Children's Center at Caltech. I've also been awarded a Professional of the Year Award in 2021 by the Orange County Association for the Education of Young Children. And I've also become an adjunct human development professor at IVC, where I currently teach health, safety and nutrition of children, which, if you know me, is totally my jam. Most recently, I started to work as a consultant, working as a Mandarin translator and interpreter for PITC, the program for infant toddler care. My work at PITC is especially, especially meaningful for me. In 1976, the daughter of a Northwestern grad student from Taiwan was born. If you couldn't tell, yep, that was me. Fast forward to the mid-80s, that now doctor of material science moved his family to Xenzhou Science Park in Taiwan to start a tech company. Fast forward a year later, long story short, it didn't work out, so our family returned to California. Now, I had originally been attending the American school in Xinzhu, but after my father's business venture didn't work out, <coughs> excuse me, I ended up going to a local elementary school, and it was full immersion. So by the time I had returned to California, my English was rusty. After starting school in California, I distinctly remember being given a spelling test and agonizing about it afterwards because I had spelled WATCH wrong, spelling it as W-H-A-T-C-H instead of W-A-T-C-H because there are posters of who, what, where on the wall and I got confused. Well, after apparently failing that spelling test and perhaps some other assessments, Because there was no ESL option at the time, I was placed in special ed. During that fourth grade year, I remember being pulled out from my class regularly and I'd have to walk to the special ed room with another girl from my class who was deaf. I still remember the pain and embarrassment of being pulled from class and having to walk the long hallway to the special ed room while other children snickered at us and said, time for the retards to go. It it was just awful. It was, it was so difficult and so disconcerting to be pulled out of class, transitioned into a different program in the special education classroom. And I remember being anxious the whole time about what I was missing in the, in the mainstream class. Because of this prior experience of being in the special ed classroom, I'm just a huge supporter of inclusive practices in our students' environments. And I also have to take a moment here to really recognize and celebrate how far we've come. It may be hard to fathom now, but back then I was considered a special needs student just because my English was a little rusty. And 20 years ago, while I was teaching elementary school, it was still very much an English only environment. I have to tell you, I was actually quite emotional inside while working as the Mandarin interpreter for, interpreter for PITC this week because I can't tell you how much it means to me that our home languages and the ways that we best learn and receive information are being honored and supported. I love that there are these incredible opportunities where educators have choice and they can choose to listen to live to live translation in the languages that they learn best in. And it's not to say that we don't have more work to do or that things are perfect, but it is so hope-giving to me that we are moving forward. For those advocating for kinder, more honoring, more welcoming, and more developmentally appropriate learning environments for all children and all families, please don't give up, please keep fighting the good fight. So on this April Fool's Day, exactly 19 years later after I left elementary school teaching, I just want to celebrate the fact that I actually am an educator today. Not only do I have the opportunity to work with our youngest of learners and their families, I also get to work with college students and also serve as a teacher educator. My teaching journey, as I, have, I had envisioned as a little girl who wanted to grow up to be a teacher and a mommy, is certainly different from the one I've experienced, but I honestly wouldn't change any of it. I remember people calling me foolish for giving up the prestige of working in finance for big Fortune 500 companies to stay in the field of early education. But on this April Fool's Day, I can wholeheartedly say that teaching and caring for our littlest of learners and serving our community is one of the greatest gifts that I feel God's given me. Through my journey, I've learned patience and to treasure unrequited dreams. And I just want to share that if you have been nurturing a tender hope, a fragile dream, please don't give up. Sometimes life takes us on a detour so that we get to acquire some tools and experiences that will help us later down the road. And today I can wholeheartedly say that God hasn't wasted any of the moments in my life. Thank you for listening to this podcast on this meaningful April Fool's Day. Until next time, I wish you faith, hope, and above all, love.